This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This has been a stressful year, and this is a very stressful time of an ordinary year. So this is like stressful, stressful. Yes. And not everybody has the time or the financial means to explore therapy right now. And that's totally understandable. Um, it is a commitment. It's a financial commitment, obviously, but you also have to carve out the time to, to sit down and, and talk to somebody. And that just might be difficult. So we wanted to find someone to join us and talk about coping mechanisms and things that you can do between now and when you do have the ability to to talk to a professional to kind of tide you over. Yeah, and I wanted to, I want to just make clear that if this is something that super speaks to you, know that you are not in any way, shape, or form alone. Um, Jeff and I have gotten so many messages this holiday season from people who feel like they're at their breaking point. Um, so seriously, you're not alone. This is something that regardless of how you feel right now, it's good for everyone to tuck away in case you hit that point, then you'll know what to do. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to a bonus episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Dr. Ann Moore is a psychologist here in Atlanta, right down the street from us, and a psychologist is otherwise known as a therapist. We asked her about some coping mechanisms that you could do from your house anytime, some in as little as two minutes, and she really knocked it out of the park. So you're going to love what she has to say. Jeff and I thought it was so interesting. But first, we want to say thank you to two sponsors today who are making this show possible. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through questions StoryWorth generates questions. You can input your own questions using theirs as inspiration or take them from somewhere else. And once a week, your loved one will get an email and an invitation to answer that question. Their answers will all be saved. And then at the end of the year, they'll be put together in a book that can be given to every family member as a gift for the holidays or for whatever special occasion. It is a great way to document memories from loved ones that you might not be able to see this year because of everything that's going on in the world. And here's a thought. What if you gave a story worth gift to a new parent? I think I'm going to do this for our daughter, Ellie. I'm going to answer questions every single week for the first week of her life about my life. And then give have the book created and then give it to her in several years. I'm going to ask Callie to do the same thing. The opportunities and the ideas are endless with StoryWorth. Grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, brothers and sisters who are far away, uncles who maybe aren't super close to the family or aunts who always have great stories to tell at the family reunions and the get-togethers. 
everybody has a story to tell and StoryWorth helps get it out of them. Right now, you can give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You're going to get $10 off your first purchase and free shipping. That's StoryWorth, S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H, dot com slash upside for $10 off. The weather is getting colder outside, which means probably you are not thinking as much about dehydration because you're not sweating as much. Um, It is not hot outside, but it is more important than ever to keep your body properly hydrated. And Liquid IV is going to help you do that. So here's what you do. They send you sticks. It comes in sticks, right? Different flavors. My personal favorite is the lemon lime. And you put it in 16 ounces of water, mix it together. You get two to three times the amount of hydration as plain water. Flu season lines up with holiday plans, but liquid IV can help support your immune system with increased hydration and essential vitamins. It's also great for when you have a couple too many holiday drinks this season. So don't forget that. And they now have three new flavors in their hydration multiplier. They have guava, watermelon, and my personal favorite, apple pie. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Walmart in the beverage section, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. Dr. Moore, thank you for joining us today on The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Let's start right at the beginning. Let's talk first line of defense when it comes to to coping with stress or anxiety or depression, especially at the holiday season. One of the very most important first line of defense things that we can do for ourselves when we're not feeling good, whether it's physically or emotionally, but particularly emotionally, um, is self-care. And what I mean by that is starting to regulate everything. Um, You want to pay attention to how well you eat. There are a lot of foods research has shown us over and over and over again that have a great impact on mood and well-being. Um, So we want to regulate food. And what I mean by that is eating at about the same time every day. It doesn't ever need to be rigid, but we want to consistently eat breakfast, give or take within an hour every day, eat lunch, eat dinner, Again, about the same time. Is that more about the food that you're putting in your body or is that more just about mental consistency? It's both. What we tend to do when we don't feel good is get erratic. We um, stay up later. We wake up later. Then we've missed breakfast. Our blood sugar is really low. That impacts our mood. There's a whole physiological cascade that goes on around feeding ourselves and our needs. So it's not only the quality of the food that you feed yourself, um, but it is also the timing and eating every three to four hours. Something small, like it doesn't have to be gourmet, there doesn't have to be pressure, but you want to really get in a lot of dark leafy greens and buy them in bags, buy them already washed. That's a great way to get them in. Um, You don't have a lot of energy when you feel depressed and highly anxious, so you don't have a lot of time to wash and trim and do all of that. Eating a lot of fresh seafood, salmon, do whatever you can to get those really good fats in your body. They're full of omega-3 fatty acids, which is a brain food that will help with anxiety in particular, but also depression. Um, 
the kale and the spinach and the arugula will also all help with serotonin production. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that helps us feel calm and at peace. And when we get stressed out or when we are hurting, we just spill it. We dump it so fast. And so there's one of the things you can do is increase the quality of your fuel and add in those things, those lean proteins, those veggies, those fruits, carbohydrates, baked potatoes can be really helpful. Um, so some of the good sweet potatoes, ba- white potatoes baked, um, all of those things, good grains, quinoa can feed the brain as well. What foods so, absolutely should be avoided? Um, uh, okay. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that, Jeff. So caffeine. Um, I don't go cold turkey off of it because you'll have horrible withdrawal symptoms and that will not help the situation. However, um, I would limit caffeine if you are a coffee drinker or drink a lot of caffeine in your beverages. Um, limit it to one serving a day or wean yourself down to one serving. The problem with caffeine is it has a really long half-life in the body. And so if you are feeling anxious, it's going to inspire more edginess. It's going to inspire panic attacks. Um, it will just exacerbate all the anxiety you're feeling. And that caffeine-fueled spiral is the worst because you you are anxious or depressed mm-hmm. or, or stressed or whatever it is. So you stay up late. You scroll through your phone. You try, you know, right. you, you tell yourself you're turning off your brain, but you're not. And then you still have right. to get up at the same time the next morning. So you're going to have... Mm-hmm an extra coffee drink in the morning to try to make up for staying up late the night before, which is almost guaranteeing that you're going to be up late again the next night. Exactly. And after a few nights of that, you're going to sleep through your alarm and then you're going to wake up late and you're going to be full of shame, which is just going to make the depression and the anxiety that much worse. Um, The other thing I would say about caffeine is don't ever have it after 10 o'clock in the morning. No, it has a long half life and it can affect and impact your mood and your ability to sleep six to 12 hours later. Wow. Yes. And a lot of people don't know that. So I love caffeine. I'm not saying don't drink it. Just drink it in the morning. Drink something else by lunchtime and afternoon. You just don't want any caffeine in your body. And some other foods to, you know, um, maybe limit Uh, I'm not a big fan of saying no to foods or being rigid around food. And it's hard this time of year, but I think refined sugar, you know, have one cookie, don't have five. Um, Eat a good meal, eat something with substance so that when you are baking with your family or the cookies are around, you don't just go to them and eat them to fill up. So just paying attention and being really mindful of what we put in our body. And then the other kinds of ways to regulate ourselves are with sleep. As you were mentioning before, Jeff, how we can get so erratic staying up on our phone, turn the phone off at a certain point, turn all screens off at a certain amount of time, try to go to sleep at the same time every night, have a whole ritual of about an hour, hour and a half before you go to sleep um, where you're getting ready, whether it's reading a book or talking to your children or talking to your spouse walking your dog, just all the things that you do every night as part of your routine of shutting down the day. Try to get to bed at about the same time and then try to wake up at about the same time every day. Um, A lot of people get hit by insomnia. 
which is just a horrible double whammy when you're already depressed and anxious and feel lousy. Um, try to be gentle. Uh, I keep a book with me at, by my bedside all the time. And if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I get up and read for 30 minutes. It almost always puts me back to sleep, usually in a lot fewer than 30 minutes. But um, get up and read. <clears throat> Don't get frustrated. Don't get anxious. Just kind of breathe through it. And then that leads to kind of the other self-regulation place, and that is just moving your body in a regular, consistent manner. I'm not talking about having a personal trainer, running 10 miles a day, but just getting up. There's a lot of research that supports that walking in the early morning light, actually watching the sunrise is a mood lifter. And that early morning sun increases vitamin D production which is also a mood stabilizer. So and we're getting, getting we're out. getting to the point of year of the year where the cold temperatures mm-hmm. are going to cause you to mm-hmm. focus all of your energy on being warm. So you won't have extra energy to be anxious because <laughs> you're just trying to stay warm. <laughs> when you're out when you're yeah. out for a sunrise walk. Yes, and it really is. It's it's it, that is something I started probably 10 years ago when I was going through a very painful divorce and I would watch the sunrise every single morning and it got me through. That's one of Jeff's favorite things to do in the morning. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So what are, so those are really good self-regulators that anybody can do. You don't have to have a dime. You don't have to, you, everybody can do that. Um, What's your kind of next line of defense? Okay. So next line of defense is uh, looking at some things like I am a huge fan of breathing. I will tell everybody who comes into my office, I passed the national licensure exam for the first time because I was breathing while I was taking the exam. And this was back in prehistoric days where you had to actually go to the World Congress Center and sit with 100 people and take it. (laughs) But every time I would get freaked out, I would look up. And I would breathe, and I swear to God, that's the only reason I passed it on the first go. <laughs> if you're uh, someone that's never done like mindful breathing or anything mm-hmm. like that, where would you find a way to be kind of taught that on the fly? There's so many great ways to do this. I just encourage people to breathe in for a count of six and hold for a count of two, and then really push all the air out for a count of six again. And to just slowly do that over and over. And some things that I add to it that are very individual, just depending on who you are and what makes sense to you. One of the things I like to do is I will, as I'm breathing in, I'll draw a line in my head and then I'll hold. And as I'm breathing out, I'll make a shape. I'll draw another line or I'll do stair steps. So you can visualize with your breath. So make your breath draw for you, literally. Um, One thing that people also like is breathing in something serene and peaceful, like a beautiful color or the sunrise, and then breathe out stress. So breathe out, you know, icy cold gray and breathe in pink and orange um, or breathe in blue, turquoise colors, and then breathe out gray or black. Some people like to do that. Some people like to spell. So they like to breathe in calm and breathe out stress or whatever words are relevant to them. So there's so many ways to do the mindful breathing. The most important is to do it slowly and thoroughly and really fill up your belly with air, 
nobody's watching, so it doesn't matter. Make some noise while you breathe. <laughs> and then really push it all out. And it's funny, if you haven't ever done these things, it sounds really ridiculous, like breathing uh-huh. in colors. It, it sounds totally ridiculous. And I can vouch for that because, you know, I'm someone uh-huh. that does a lot of breathing work and yoga and stuff like that. And it really does sound ridiculous. We will all acknowledge, all three of us right now, it sounds ridiculous, yep. but it's so it effective. And when you do it, you're going to be like, all right, now I get it. Absolutely. And that's how I, in the, in the 12th hour before my licensing exam, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And one of my colleagues looked at me and said, you're not breathing. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm not breathing? I'm sitting here talking to you. Of course I'm breathing. And as you can hear in my voice, what we do when we're anxious is we get really shallow with our breathing and we don't take it all the way in. And oxygen has a really powerful effect on our body, but we have to really get it moving through our body for it to help us. And I think um, with the, the one of the most powerful things about mindful breathing is you can do it anywhere. And even if you only have time to do one or two cycles of it, it has a benefit. So if you're in a house mm-hmm. that's full of chaos and there's kids running around and the guy's ringing the doorbell to, to come install the cable and the dogs are barking and the UPS oh. man's, you know, waiting for you to oh, sign for a package. Yeah. Uh, all You can step away. <laughs> yeah. For 30 seconds, take those breaths in. And, you, and when you step back into the room to tackle all of that, you will feel differently. It's all it takes. It's just Absolutely. one or two rounds of it. It is so powerful and it's so accessible. Um, absolutely. The other thing that I really like is kind of keeping in mind some self-compassion. We tend to, and this also speaks to the self-care that I mentioned earlier. When we don't feel good, we tend to beat ourselves up. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't help. It's like, can we whip ourselves into shape? I mean, where did that phrase come from? And so backing away from the ledge and going, you know what, I don't feel good today and, or I don't feel good this year. Um, if, if my kid didn't feel well, I I wouldn't tell him to get over it. I would say, honey, I'm so sorry. You don't feel well. How can we take better care of you while you're going through this? So just having some compassion that this will lift. It is temporary. It is not forever. Nobody stays depression, depressed and anxious forever. Things lift. And being mindful, not only mindful breathing, but mindful thinking. So being really mindful of, oh, I just laughed. I yeah. feel lousy today, but I just laughed. My dog just made me smile. That sunrise, every single morning, that will put a smile on my face, no matter what is going on in my world. I can still express gratitude for a sunrise and love its beauty. And it's, um, and so, it's so important in especially this year when everybody's talking about giving other yes. people grace, like everybody's mm-hmm. going, there's a chaotic year. Everybody's going through something. Don't forget mm-hmm. in the midst of that to give yourself grace. Absolutely. Like forget yeah. for, you don't have to have all the Christmas presents wrapped today. You don't have to have, you know, 12 dozen cookies baked to give to all the neighbors today. If you don't get it done, there's always tomorrow. Give yourself the same grace that you would give your neighbor or your cousin or your family member. Yes. Mindful thinking and flexibility. 
it will get done. And you know what? This is this in particular this year is going to be a different sort of holiday season for everyone. Um, and so we don't know what it looks like. So extend a lot of grace to yourself and others. It's it's not going to be. It's not going to fit into some sort of mold. And what I have found over the years, even in more normal years is holidays when you try to fit them into a mold or what you think they should be, it's almost always a disaster. You just kind of have to let them be what they're going to be and go with it um, and and find the moments of joy, the things that work. Um, The other thing that I really want to just spend a second talking about, and I want to come back to the meditation because there are some apps that I really, really like, but I want to talk about, um, journaling, which no one ever wants to think about, but I just want to give some easy things for people to think about. Sometimes when we journal and we just write our feelings down, that helps. But sometimes when you're really depressed, that just gets you in a deeper hole. And so I really like to work with people on mindful journaling as well. Um, there's a trend here with this mindfulness thing. (laughs) So um, I ask people to kind of do a scan and list all the physical sensations they are feeling. You would be amazed at how few people can do this. Um, we really lose our physical selves when we get caught in emotional turmoil. So sitting down and, you know, is my heart racing? Am I hot? Am I cold? Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I clenching my hands? Are my shoulders up around my ears? Am I clenching my jaw? Notice everything you're doing physically. And write it down. And then scan again and notice everything you're feeling emotionally. Because the other thing when we're in emotional turmoil is people can't always identify. They just know they feel bad. But they don't know, Is it? am I scared? Am I angry? Am I sad? It's usually a combination of all three. Right. And for all good reasons. And so list all of those feelings. And then try to assess, is there a link between what I'm feeling emotionally and physically? When I feel anxious, are my my shoulders up around my ears? Am I clenching my jaw? Am I hot? Um, Just notice. And then, you know, when I feel this way, what would feel good to me other than a drink or a cigarette (laughs) or a gummy or any of those things? You know, what would feel good to me? Can I just sit here and breathe, listening to some music, going outside, sitting by the fire, if it ever gets cold enough? Um, (laughs) reading a book, having some hot tea, what, what good for me things will feel good to me and then executing that. Um, and the other thing that I like to help people learn how to do, this is a really powerful one too. And Callie, I bet you're familiar with this as well Is when you're in distress, just placing your hand gently over your heart Like just sit down and put your hand over your heart. If anybody wants to do this right now, it feels good. I'm doing it as I'm talking. Um, it just, it's automatically settling. If you just sit, put your hand over your heart and take a breath. There's something, it's almost like a maternal gesture for yourself. Five minutes of that. And people usually come out of that able to either do the journaling or they they get a hold of themselves enough so that they can do some of these things that we're talking about that are so helpful. And you talked about um, some apps that you you recommend. Are these um, the apps that, that you're going to talk about? If somebody has no experience in meditation or mindfulness, mm-hmm. are, are these good places to start? Yes. 
And most people know about these. Um, I, everybody I talk to has used the Calm app, and that one's great. Um, but one I really, really, really like in particular, and you don't have to have any experience with meditation, none. It will teach you everything you need to know. And that one is called Insight Timer. So Insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, Timer. And the, the icon on it is a little Tibetan bowl. And um, they have over 40,000 free guided meditations. Oh, wow. Free app. And what I love about this, especially for people who don't haven't had any experience with meditating, is that they have meditations that are as short as a minute wow. and as long as 90 minutes. So you can play around with it. That's awesome. There's a curiosity element. They have meditations on everything from stress and anxiety and depression and personal shielding to body acceptance, affirmations, grief. I mean, they cover every sleep. That's another tool I have in my toolbox when um, I'm struggling with insomnia. I just turn on a meditation and do like a 15-minute meditation, sometimes just hearing the sound of someone else's voice in your head helps you go right back to sleep. Um, so that one is so awesome. And if you can't get to a therapist and I know it is hard, I have people that it takes me a week to get back to them, to get new appointments in. Everybody is so swamped. There's also the financial stress of paying for therapy. One thing Insight Timer has, they have a ton of classes that you can sign up for and take. And they're pretty reasonably priced. There's a there's a variability in their prices, but they're they're pretty reasonable. And they have these like courses that you can take on anxiety or dealing with depression or empowering yourself. So there's just a whole world that is available on this app. And I just think it's a it's a great one to use. Um I, 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 it can lift somebody's mood just to play with the app. Just great. And I, I, I want to mention um, when we were talking before we started recording, you brought up a website that you found and they mm-hmm. are longtime sponsors of the show. But I want to before you talk about BetterHelp, I just want to say we had no idea that she was going to talk about BetterHelp before <laughs> And she had no clue that they're a sponsor, they're a sponsor of the show. Of the show. <laughs> um, but one of the reasons that we like uh, partnering with BetterHelp on the upside is because we're huge advocates for mental health. And BetterHelp makes it very accessible to everyone. And um, that's I, th- I think that's for us, that's um, why we love partnering with them so much. Well, that's what I noticed about it. I came across their webpage, and it it looks affordable. It looked like they would work with people and that they would match people up to individual therapists, and the reviews of the therapist looked great. They had photographs of the therapist. It just looks very personable and warm, and I thought, wow, this is a great service. I'm glad to know about this. So then it was funny when I mentioned it to you, and y'all both laughed and said, oh, Oh, yeah. We work with them. We collaborate with them. I'm like, well, of course. So it's nice when it all works out that way. Well, we're, you know, first of all, thank you for the time coming on with, with us, especially at this time of year when everybody's so stressed and so on edge. 
And therapy might be on somebody's to-do list, but the time and the finances of the end of the year mm -hmm. just might make it impossible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but what everybody does have access to is, is time. And one thing that came up a, a few times during this conversation was, you know, minute long uh, mm -hmm. meditations or stepping away for just two minutes to do your breathing or just do simple things like put your hand on your heart. If mm -hmm. you if you're feeling this, the stress and you're feeling anxiety, there are things that you can do, but you have to make the time to do them. And it's only three minutes and you deserve right. you deserve that you deserve three minutes to take care of yourself, yes. you know? Yes. And I love that you're making that point, Jeff, um, because I think we sometimes get caught up in, oh, I've got to dig deep and it's going to be this and it's going to take this much time. It's going to cost this much. And all you got to do is hold on to yourself for a minute or two. And if you can string together enough of those minutes, you will feel better. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you and we will have all of Dr. Moore's um, information and the Atlanta Center for Wellness website on the show notes. So anybody can go get that if you were looking, um, but don't expect her to get back to you within a week. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Um, I appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity to talk with y'all and your listeners and I hope everybody has a safe and happy holiday. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. And one last thing. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. If you are in Atlanta and you want to talk to Dr. Moore, you can go to atlantacenterforwellness.com. They have a ton of mental health professionals that specialize in subjects across the board. Um, also, if you are interested in BetterHelp, which is the website that we just mentioned, you can go to betterhelp.com slash upside. And because you're an upside listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month. They've got over 1 million people taking charge of their better of their mental health at BetterHelp. So B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Dr. Moore, thank you for joining us today. And please uh, feel free to share this episode if you know anybody who might be struggling and might be looking for some resources. If it wasn't help for, helpful for you right now, it might be helpful for someone.